Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. How about them, Cowboys? What a shocker of a tip from the guru there. Uh, we predicted that the North Queensland Cowboys would pull an upset against the Cronulla Sharks. And look, regardless of how the result went, uh, this podcast was going to start the same way. How about them, Cowboys? And unfortunately, um, it was a big L in that game for me. Uh, 48 to 10. I did tip you all to take the Cowboys at 350. Hopefully, you took them with a 39-point head start. Then you're in some money. But uh, a shocking pick from me. I, I really did expect them to bounce back in this game and against the Sharks that Oh, you know, their entire front row went for 80 minutes last week. Um, I just thought that they would be a little bit underdone through the middle, but this is showing major danger signs for the North Queensland Cowboys. This is awful. I mean, Aaron Woods, Hamlin, ULA, they played 59 and 66 minutes and Obi Rudolph played 80 minutes once again. So they were up against an exhausted pack that these big boys, they're not used to going for, for this long. So still not to land a blow is so disappointing. It's not even funny. And the 10 points they did score, Val Holmes in the last three minutes and the hammer picking up a loose ball in the first half, in the in the first few minutes, realistically, uh, very, very disappointing for the North Queensland Cowboys. And just, I couldn't understand a lot of what they were doing. A lot of just dumb stuff coming out of their own end. There was one play where... They were under so much pressure, it wasn't even funny. Like, I, I had the Sharks at about a dollar and five to score another try in the next set, and Chad Towns in his brilliant kicking game had them under pressure all day, forced a line drop out. They went for the short line drop out. Ben Hampton got up and put a lot of pressure on Wade Graham, and it, and it forced a turnover, and I think at this point it was about 10-6 or something. Yeah, it, it was still a close game. The Cowboy was well, was still hanging in there, but by a thread by an absolute thread, don't get me wrong, but they, it was an opportunity for them to turn the momentum in this game, but the Sharks completely on top. They marched 30 metres in the next three plays, and then halfway in front of the sticks, 40 metres out from the Cronulla Sharks line on third tackle, Francis Molo, he is in traffic, he's held by about four dudes, and he throws an offload that rolls along the ground for 10 metres. Josh McGuire goes to pick it up and knocks it on, and it just summed up 
where the Cowboys are at right now. That that moment by Francis Molo to throw that ball when they they just do not understand where they are at in a game of football. They do not understand the importance of just getting to the other end and just building momentum. It had to be there. It had to happen. It was just too frantic. And you could see how filthy Josh McGuire was. And people will say, oh, Josh McGuire should, should have picked it up, whatever. He shouldn't have been in that position. It was dumb football from the start. Same as it was dumb football when they were offloading from their own end. It just You were just asking for trouble. When you're on the back foot, you have to earn your way to get off the back foot. You don't just get lucky and start to throw the ball around and it happens for you. Yeah, that's not how the game works nowadays. You don't get lucky and get points on the board. You just... I, I could not believe how poorly managed they were. There's rumours coming out now, and I'm not sure how much I buy them. I saw it on Twitter last night that Josh McGuire's had a stink with Todd Payton. And look, I'm not sure how much I'm buying all this stuff. Um, I have been told that Todd Payton's having a very tough time up there, family-wise and everything. I think that his family isn't quite fitting in up there. I've been told that by a pretty good source. I'm not sure about this Josh McGuire, Todd Payton fight stuff. Uh, I'm not sure how much I buy into that. But this team, they are in serious trouble. They are just... I could not believe how poor they were, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, For the Sharkies, I thought Chad Townsend was unreal. He was sensational. His kicking was unbelievable. Um, I'm looking at at the back line. Uh, Except for Mulatalo, who got injured, I mean, every other back line player scored a try, essentially. Uh, I thought Connor Tracy was unbelievable. A kid that I've liked for a long time. Saw him at South Sydney. He just had a terrible injury run there. He just needed an opportunity, and he got it in the center spot, which is not where he would want to be playing footy. He's a 5'8". He's probably even more of a halfback, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but he's doing a fantastic job out there. Josh Dugan scored a try in there, and he played 20-odd minutes. This is the other thing. You had Mulatalo, you had Josh Dugan. They played 20 minutes each. So this Sharks team, once again, underdone, guys having to play extra minutes. It was absolute chaos, and they still... Absolutely run a train over the Cowboys, 48 to 10. I think it was 36 to 10 or 30 to 10 at half time. They just, the Cowboys, they just had no way of stopping this momentum train that was the Cronulla Sharks. And I mean, with all due respect to the Cronulla Sharks, they're not the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They're not the Penrith Panthers. They're not the Canberra Raiders. They're not the Sydney Roosters. They're not one of, they're not the Melbourne Storm. They're not one of the top tier teams. They they will be there and thereabouts. They'll probably sneak into the top eight again like they do each and every year, as I said at the start of the season. But I mean, this is this is trouble for the North Queensland Cowboys. What do they do? Are they like are they just sitting around waiting for Taumalolo to return? Like personally, I'm not sure how much of an impact he's going to have. I'm just, like they they will improve. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't one player doesn't turn around a team like that, especially a forward. Like they're just I don't know. I I just think that they are in serious trouble. The Sharkies up front, Hamlin Uelo, Woods, Rudolph, these guys were unreal. I thought Jack Williams was good when he came on, Aiden Tolman as well. Um, Tyg Wilton scored a try on debut, good little performance from him. I thought Blake Braley was sensational. He, he, he kicked a 40-20 at one point that absolutely broke the heart of the Cowboys. It was such a good nut. It was fantastic. Uh, Moyser was good uh, running the ball, scored his first try in a while. I don't think he scored a try last year off the top of my head, so good to see Moyser scoring some points there. Will Kennedy, again, sensational. This kid, he's starting to show what... We all saw of him. If you saw him in the junior football, this is the stuff he was able to do week in, week out, Will Kennedy. And he's taking him a while to find his place in first grade. But gee whiz, he's looking confident. And when, when SJ does return and they've got to move Moylan somewhere, just, it's going to be tough. Oh, I still think Moylan will get the fullback jersey. But Will Kennedy, 
he's putting up a pretty fair argument here. Obviously, Moylan's defense in the front line is far from ideal, so I think they will shift him back to fullback. Uh, we'll see how that one plays out, though. But as I said at the start of the podcast, my tip for the Cowboys was an absolute shocker. I apologize for that one. Uh, you can't win them all, but fuck it. It'd be good to get close on some of them, wouldn't it? An absolute shocking call. So I put up on the Instagram page a giveaway if you can give me the best sledge. Um, over last night's game, the the person with the most likes, I'll probably put it on my Instagram story for some votes. The uh, the best sledge gets a free hat from me. So got to make the best of a shitty situation, a shocking tip from myself. Um, if you don't win that competition, make sure you go to www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au. You can buy all your gear there. And closing on Monday, you can use a discount code GURU, capital G, capital U, capital R, capital U, to get free shipping on all of your purchases there. Uh, in the second game, the Canberra Raiders, I actually didn't get to watch this game, so if I get to catch up on it during the week, I will. Uh, but I didn't get to watch this one. I saw the highlights of it, and is what I love about the Canberra Raiders. It was just so many desperation plays on their trial line where the Titans looked, looked like they were going to score for all money, and they just put their body on the line. It's effort built on effort. This is what I love about the Canberra Raiders and this is why I think they are going to go to the grand final this year. Uh, there'll be a lot of talk about all the other teams. The Canberra Raiders they will fly under the radar but this is a real footy side. They are looking sensational at the moment and the Titans only scored four. If, if they were playing any other team they probably score 16 or 18 to be honest. Yeah, they got really close to scoring on a number of occasions. Josh Papali scored another try. He's such a good footballer. He is just unreal. I, I think he scores a try in his career one every four games or something, which for a front rower, that is just unheard of. Josh Hodgson's looking fantastic. Um, our man that we picked at the start of the year to have a huge season for Canberra, George Williams, he's doing fantastic things. There's a ball that he throws to Elliot Whitehead in the first half, and if you're a young half, you need to go and study this pass. This was sensational. This was just perfect telling a lie with your eyes, looking out the back, hitting the man short at speed, soft hands, just a fantastic ball. He is looking really impressive, Georgie Williams, at the moment. I absolutely love watching this kid play. Uh, we saw a pretty bad injury to Anthony Don. Looked like a hamstring, potentially. Hopefully, it's nothing worse. So, good luck to Anthony Don. Hopefully, he's okay. One of the uh, one of the crowd favorites for every team. I think he's one guy that you couldn't possibly hate, even if you tried to, Anthony Don. Um, as I said, didn't get to watch this game the whole way through. Won't pretend like I did watch it. But the Canberra Raiders, 20-4. to 4. Um, pretty impressive there. Super coach wise um, look, I, I thought considering the scoreline here that the Gold Coast Titans put up, uh, David Fafita finished on 84 or something. I'm just getting it up now. But a pretty impressive game there. I mean, I'm looking at the stat sheet and he didn't score a try. So uh, he might have had a heap of line breaks. I'm not sure. You, you guys know better than me if you watch the game. But I thought for him to finish on 86, very impressive. Tino finishing on 90. That is incredible. Um, and Mo Fodawaker, a 61. Phil Sammy, 59. He had a try assist, obviously. But these two big boys, uh, Tino and David Fafita, coming uh, from the Melbourne Storm and Brisbane, respectively, that that is an impressive knock from those two. Uh, I, I think I might have to go back and watch the entirety of this game to see where they got those points from. A, bigger t- a lot of talk about Tino uh, over the last few weeks, especially about his supercoach output, that he looks much better on the field than he does on his supercoach scores. Uh, so really good for loyal Tino owners to uh, get some points on the board there. These two, they are serious threats. They are incredible. For the Canberra Raiders, Josh Papali with a 95. Ryan with another try, 90 points. Now, there's one of the fellas in our draft comp who drafted Ryan Sutton 
oh, probably round 13 or so, which then I thought, my God, that is early. Who who on earth is going to pick up Ryan Sutton? I assume that he would sit on the waiver in round one. And egg all over my face. How well has he started this year? He's been sensational. I think he took a lot out of last week. A very impressive performance. Uh, Elliot Whitehead, 57 with the try assist there. Hudson Young, 55. Don't know if there's any attacking stats there, but a good knock. Ryan James, one of our favourites there. Just about everyone would have Ryan James. 52 points. Very handy. That that price tag, it's just going to keep going up and up for Ryan James. AJ Brimson with a 37. I, I thought by the look of the highlights, he had a pretty good game. Uh, was probably unlucky not to get a heap more attacking stats. It was just the Camberator's defense that stopped him there. Thought Jared Croker, in the minimal that I saw, it's probably the better half of Jared of uh, Jared Croker I've seen in a long time. I really thought he would struggle to get back into this side, to be honest with you. He's been a little bit off for a long time. So uh, very impressive to see him back. And fingers crossed they can get him back to somewhere near his best, because if they can... Gee whiz, it's going to be massive for this Canberra Raiders side. Uh, just having a look at the Supercoach scores from the Sharkies Cowboys. Obviously for the Cowboys, Val Holmes top scored. He had a try at the end. Josh McGuire, I mean, he's the, he's the top scorer without a try of 56. So that probably tells the story for you there. A little bit disappointing. Um, for the Cronulla Sharks, Will Kennedy, we mentioned him, 115. Chad Townsend, 110. Connor Tracy, 94. Harotti with an 82. Ty Wilton, 73. Ueli, 58, Matty Moylan, 58, Blake Braley, 54. Some really impressive performances there from the Canola Sharks. This is all pre-updates, of course, so I'm sure you'll see some big changes. Unfortunately, we did see the updates come in for Ryan Pappenhausen. I think he downgraded about six points or so, so didn't break the record. Uh, but I've got a feeling we might see a break this year at some point. If you are a good support player with a good base, who, who potentially kicks goals like Ryan Pappenhausen. I think there is a really, really good chance that this record will be broken later this season. Uh, an incredible performance from Pappy there. I am shocked he didn't go up in in updates, to be perfectly honest. With you. I can't believe he went down. It might change again. We'll see, but I think that'll be it. As I said, a fantastic performance from the Cronulla Sharks. Really did a number on my North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, I'll tell you what, if I had a dollar for everyone that's the, that commented on that post this age well, probably the most creative insight I've ever heard, geez, I'll tell you what, I would have almost made up the money that I lost off, off them just quietly. Uh, pretty grim night for the guru there when you put a tip out like that and it gets absolutely dusted and social media being social media they do not miss you everyone comes after you all in good fun though uh, as I said there is a giveaway on the page so you can get, go, go and jump in that if you'd like to win a free hat just your best sledge on me absolutely give it to me go and rip in